Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Oh, we're doing we're doing something different today, right? So we're uh, we're going to go live here and do this first piece of the Tom Wren Show, which runs every night at 6 p.m. on the America Out Loud Network radio station. And let me talk about what we're going to do here today, right? So we've got the show, and uh, I want to talk about Hawaii, right? I mean, Hawaii is essentially, it's like they're under attack over there, right? Uh, is it a land, land grab? Is it a you know an actual attack? I don't know what's going on in Hawaii. But uh, headline, Liberty Daily, uh, what is going on in Hawaii? Another fire rages and is proving hard to contain. So apparently, uh, there's another fire in uh, Wahiawa, Honolulu, and uh, it's going crazy again, and they're having a hard time containing it. Now, let me ask you all, when's the last time you heard about a wildfire in Hawaii before this year? Of course, when's the last time you heard about a massive wildfire in Canada before this year? When's the last time you heard about a wildfire anywhere outside of maybe California before this year? You really weren't hearing much about that. It wasn't a real common occurrence. And certainly when it was outside of the stuff that was happening in, in California, there wasn't a whole lot there. Now, in California, we know what happened, right? They have terrible forest management policies. Rush Limbaugh used to talk about this, right? These guys in California, they won't let the, anybody clean the forest. There's no anything. They just It's just terrible forest management, right? So they could do a lot to prevent that, but it's almost intentional in California. Uh, but Hawaii, I mean, or Canada, I mean, we never hear about massive fires that blow smoke across the United States from Canada. In my life, I'm 46 years old. And uh, in my life, this is the first time I've ever seen smoke from a Canadian wildfire in Ohio. Now, what is going on? What is going on? Now, naturally, naturally, there is a lot of push to try and say, well, it's climate change. It's not climate change, folks. There is no climate change. Let's start with climate change, right? So climate change started out with a hole in the ozone. Actually, before that, it started out with global cooling in the, what was it, the 1970s? And there was no evidence and nobody cared because it's all a load of crap. So they dropped global cooling and everything was quiet on that front for a bit. Then in the, uh, I think it's the 90s, uh, we had an ozone hole in Antarctica, and it was going to dis destroy the world. We were all going to die. We all had uh, skin cancer. We needed 88 layers of suntan lotion. Uh, we needed to hide from the sun. Don't worry about vitamin D. And uh, the sun was evil. So we had the ozone hole. We had a global ban on certain air conditioning coolants, which I'm sure did a whole lot, and uh, so on and so forth. But largely nobody cared, right? because really, who cares? All right, so then that doesn't work, and we move into global warming in the late 90s, early 2000s. And global warming was the end of all things. We have Al Gore out there running around like a madman, Al Gore, the human tree, who, uh, I, I mean, this guy was awful. Although I guess now he's either a billionaire or pretty close to it from the money he's made off of uh, the crooked global warming uh, business, whatever that is. But anyways, uh, 
so Al Gore ran around and he got a all sorts of prizes and Oscars and we had all these different things. Global warming, global warming, the world's going to end. I think it, I think the world did actually end in either 2012 or 2015. I can't remember. Uh, Al Gore had his hockey stick graph that showed that it was going to be too late. Uh, for those of you living on either the East or West Coast, you should know that uh, you actually now are underwater. You may not realize your house is underwater, but it is, Al Gore told us. And Al Gore never lies and was never wrong. So we had global warming. Well, the problem with global warming was even though they manipulated the data, which they did, and climate change, understand something, folks. Climate change is the granddaddy of science fraud. Okay, this is uh, the, the place where they got all their practice. COVID is where they really kind of destroyed the country with it. But all the practice, all the experience came from climate change. They've been manipulating and figuring out ways to manipulate the data for decades. Uh, we know for sure that this is an absolute disaster. We know that it's no good. And at the end of the day, um, you know, it's just, it, it's, just a, it's just an awful thing. It doesn't work. So we've got this, uh, this global warming stuff. Uh, we've got all these nonsense, uh, nonsensical things going on. And uh, there's a wonderful article today. Uh, what's up with that? And uh, I've never heard of this group. But undeniable proof that client, uh, alarmist client scientist Michael Mann is misinforming the public about a climate crisis. Well, listen, if you're a climate scientist, then you're getting funding from someone who is paying you to lie. There's almost no climate scientists out there that are actually scientists. They're all frauds that uh, get money to manipulate data and to lie about things. And I, I mean, I generally, I would find you, I find it hard pressed to list three or four that, that I actually trusted, right? These guys all lie about things. So this Michael Mann, who's got a long record of putting out bull crap, uh, has been talking about the Hawaii fires as being a result of this horrible climate change and these droughts, this, that, and other. So this article they post, uh, some data from the U.S. drought monitors shows what's going on. And what you see when you look at this is that Hawaii has a drought period every single year. It's a cycle. You know, rainy season, dry season, that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, now during that dry season, everybody screams drought and they scream climate change, right? It's, it's clearly climate change. It's the only thing that could possibly be causing uh, the drought to be this bad. And uh, there's no question that the world's going to end. And it's just not true. I mean, listen, you, you know, the, the dry periods and the wet periods, they cycle everywhere. It's just the way it is. Now, here's one thing, though, that is a bit different and probably something that's had an impact, right? So when we look at what's really going on in Hawaii, we've got some real issues. So for example, uh, headline, Maui's emergency services director resigns after failing to activate warning sirens during fires. What? Yeah. Folks, did you know that they didn't turn on the warning sirens? They got these fires, everything's burning, things are going crazy. No no reason to turn on the fires, uh, warning sirens, right? Um, there's no real explanation for this, right? Why wouldn't you activate the emergency sirens 
warning the residents about the wildfires. Why wouldn't you do that? This is the emergency services guys. It's their only job is, you know, to deal with emergencies. That's what they're there for. That's what they train for. And, you know, this guy didn't bother to turn the sirens on, right? Uh, we see that, there, you know, this whole place was trash. Uh, people died all over the place and no sirens, right? Now, if you were a conspiracy theorist, you might think to yourself, well, maybe that's because if the sirens are on and the firemen were actually properly responding, well, you know, you wouldn't have been able to burn everything down and then have the, the governor's land grab, with the gov- which the governor seems to be very excited to have. Uh, I mean, but that's only if you're a conspiracy theorist, right? Now, you might also want to know about another headline, Headline USA. Climate equity cult member refused to release revered water to fight Maui wildfires, right? So this lunatic, M. Kaleo Manuel, is, uh, I don't know, this guy is an idiot, okay? He's an idiot. This guy uh, is a radical climate alarmist, according to this article. And yeah, while these wildfires were going crazy, uh, someone said, hey, we need to get some water from your, uh, your river, your whatever it is. And this guy says, no, no, um, you know, I, I don't think that you should because water is sacred. And uh, you know, if we're going to talk about water, we've got to talk about equity and uh, this guy actually says water requires true conversations about equity. What? Anyways, so this guy wouldn't let them get access to the water initially. And, uh, you know, people are begging, hey, can I get water? Everything's burning. My house is burning. Everything's burning. We need water. And this guy's like, nah, nah, that's my sacred water. And uh, we got to talk about equity if you really want it. But my house is on fire. Yeah, but, but equity, DEI. Right. So this guy actually slowed everything down, which you know, quite clearly contributed to the fire. I mean, you know, when you're a fireman, the faster you can get a fire under control, the less damage it does. I know that's shocking, folks. Right. Uh, I did spend a little bit of time as a fireman, and I can tell you that that's actually accurate. So anyways, the uh, the firemen, uh, well, they couldn't couldn't get the water. Just that simple. Right. And uh, I guess, you know, there's reports that the firemen were actually went home anyway. So I guess there's that. Now let's go into this next series of things. Obviously, again, none of this had to do with a land grab in Hawaii. You should know that's a conspiracy theory. Uh, the, the rich people in Hawaii who are going to be buying all the land and the governor who's going to be seizing the land, um, they feel very bad for the the not rich people whose property was destroyed because none of the rich people's property was destroyed. Only the the working and middle class and poor, they're the only ones that suffered, right? We the people, we suffered, but the rich were all fine. So don't worry because they do feel very bad for the rest of us. As long as they're sad, I mean, that's what counts, right? Um, so now there's a, a thread on Twitter from this guy, a safe place for rational thinking. I don't know this guy, but there's some interesting things here. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, I was a fireman. Fire does not behave like you think it would behave, right? Sometimes you're sure a fire is going to go here and it goes there. Uh, You think this is going to happen and that happens. 
Fire is very unpredictable. And I will tell you that I don't agree with everything that this guy said or with anything else that a lot of theorists have on uh, online right now. But there are some real questions to be asked, right? So uh, when we look at these fires, you know, one of the things that we start with is uh, why were so many boats burning in the water? And they say, well, what, why were the boats burning in the harbor? And why was there a circle of firing surrounding the fire surrounding the town? So there's that picture of the lips, right, surrounding the town. Now, I don't know. That picture doesn't mean anything to me. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't know whether that picture is, uh, whether the center of that picture is burned out or not. You know, a fire generally starts in a spot and burns out. And it can burn out in a very circular fashion. So that doesn't do anything for me. But the boats in the middle of the harbor are questionable to me. Now, here's the thing. Let's be realistic about this. Could these boats, if they were connected to the piers, would they have caught on fire? Yeah, they definitely could have. And even if some of them were anchored in the harbor, could they have caught on fire? I mean, you know, you got high winds blowing things. Yes, it's very common for ashes and embers to blow and to catch things on fire. That said, boats are typically made of fiberglass. They don't just catch on fire very easily. An ember isn't necessarily going to light a boat on fire. And if a, you know, if there's a bunch of these boats that caught on fire in the middle of the harbor, that becomes a little bit more questionable, right? They shouldn't have all been on fire in the harbor. But we don't really have good information about what burned and what didn't, so I don't really know. Uh, is there something to be asked, a question to be asked? Yeah. But is there evidence that, uh, that demonstrates or that more importantly, that proves that something crazy happened? Eh, not so much, right? Um, we do see some interesting pictures of things that, that you wouldn't expect in a burn, right? So we see you know, groves and trees and things like that, that that didn't burn where everything around them burnt to crisp. Now, again, Fires do weird things. I'm not going to say that that was impossible. I'm not going to say that that can't happen. It does happen. So, yeah, but yeah, it's worth asking. Um, things things burned. You know, there's some questions about you know this historical building and how could it catch on fire with this that and other. Well, if there's a hot enough fire, and there's enough going on. Pretty much anything can burn. Um, but you know, there are some peculiar things that really make you ask and say, hmm. Um, one of the most important, though, that I think is uh, why is it, why is it that uh, so many things that burnt were not uh, rich people's houses? I mean, we have, uh, th this I think is one of the most important things that we need to ask ourselves, right? Um why is it that only poor people, regular people's homes were burning and everybody's, you know, the wealthy people didn't get touched? That is a question that I think is really worth asking. And I'm going to go where nobody wants me to go. I'm going to go into the directed energy weapons because everybody keeps talking about this. It's making its rounds on the Internet and uh, it is what it is. So the directed energy weapons thing, let me tell you about this. Uh, they are real. There are directed weapon, uh, energy weapons. Okay, so I can show you government documents that show that these are real. Uh, I've looked at some stuff from the GAO showing where they spent money on it. Uh, we know that the, the first directed energy weapons were used in combat a number of years back. 
these are real things. They do exist. Could a directed energy weapon be used to start a fire? Absolutely. Do we have any proof that it did? Nope. Not to my knowledge. Um, could it have been crazy climate alarmists starting fires like has reportedly happened in Canada? Sure could have. How about the crazy uh, climate arsonists that have started the wildfires on the West Coast all over the place? Uh, could it be that? Yeah. Um, does it have to be a directed energy weapon for it to be a nefarious thing? Nope. So here's the thing. I can't prove that, that China blew us up with a directed energy weapon. I don't have any evidence at all on that. Um, is it more likely, in my opinion, that some lunatic started a fire? Yeah, that's probably a little more likely. But I think the real peculiar thing is why it is that only the poor people's stuff burnt and nobody else's did. Is this another war on the poor? Uh, land grab for the rich? I don't know. Support us at TomRens.com. Tune in tonight. We'll be back. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so you got this guy out of, uh, I think, Virginia or West Virginia. I'm not sure where he's from. Um, and uh, his name is Oliver Anthony, and he's got this song, Rich Men North of Richmond. And I'm sure you've all know about this. You've all heard about this. I mean, it's not like I'm ahead of the news cycle by talking about it right now. Uh, you know, this, uh, this guy, Oliver. And by the way, I like this guy. I don't even know him, but I'm sure I like him. I think, uh, you know, I'd sit down and have a soda with him or something. Anyways, I... Uh, Oliver does this song and it's crazy viral and going big everywhere and doing all sorts of good things. And uh, it's caused 
quite a stir, right? Oliver's song is now being panned by a group called Christianity Today. That's right, folks, Christianity Today. Now, I'm sure that there are plenty of left-wing groups that are attacking this, but Christianity Today apparently has taken offense to Anthony's song, uh, Rich Men North of Richmond. And according to this article in Liberty Daily, because I, I just as soon look at this article, uh, they they really didn't like that he lambasted uh, the the welfare people buying fudge rounds while others starve on the streets. Uh, they didn't like that he had kind of this harsh tone, I guess. Uh, these guys were really upset about it. I mean, they didn't like it. Here's the, here's the lyrics, right? So the lyrics are, Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat. And the obese milk and welfare. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. <laughs> oh, poor Oliver. He doesn't know that he's a racist for making fun of fat people. He doesn't know. He didn't. He's not listening to the Tom Wren show enough, or he would know because we've discussed here. We're ahead of the curve here. We know that if you call someone a fatty, that that's racist. Unless you're Lizzo. Lizzo, who is a fatty, apparently has no problem calling her dancers fatties, according to some this lawsuit that she's got going on. But I don't want to make this about fat Lizzo. Um, I, I want to keep focused here. But yeah, poor Oliver didn't. He didn't get the memo. He didn't get the memo. He, he's apparently not spending enough time learning about how to be PC. But anyways, so Oliver uh, is getting picked on by Christianity Today because, you know, they just, they really think that that's so mean that he's making fun of the fat fatties who are, you know, on welfare. Let's think about this, folks. You've got a guy who's turned to God, upset about the country that's on fire. You do have people starving in the streets. You do have people uh, dying and, uh, well, from these mRNA vaccines. You have people dying from, you know, terrible nutrition, drugs, alcohol, the fentanyl across the borders, all these different things. You've got people who are just struggling. You know, they've worked hard. They've tried to take care of their families. They've tried to do right in all things, right? Yet, uh, they can't afford to feed their families. But as Oliver so rightly notes, you got the five foot three, 300 pound big fat fatties out there getting their fudge rounds, right? He is dead right about it. And you don't think he has any right to be frustrated? Hey, look at this. How about little short fat Zelensky? You know, that little pot bellied dictator. Zelensky's over there, uh, you know, living the high life off of the American buck, you know, that Biden and Mc uh, McConnell keep sending over there. Uh, you know, I mean, but we've got our people starving. Yeah, Joe Biden, 700 bucks a pop for the person who uh, lost everything in Hawaii, but we'll send another billion to Ukraine so that little fatty uh, Zelensky can, can continue living the high life, right? Folks, this is so corrupt. Our country's burning, and we've got groups like Christianity Today worried about uh, Oliver being a little too mean for their tastes. 
oh, it's Oliver, you shouldn't be mean. You should be a good Christian and love everybody and, and tell them how nice they are, even when they're a big fat turd. I got news for you, Christianity Today. Your cowardice is not Christian. Your unwillingness to look at the reality and call it as it is. Listen, are there five foot three, 300 pound people on welfare buying fudge rounds? Hell yeah, there are. I got an idea. Instead of defending their actions by saying you shouldn't say something mean about them, how about you say, you know, maybe they shouldn't be pigs. Maybe the people that are doing that ought to be, uh, you know, participating in the solution rather than living off the backs of those of us who are struggling to pay for them. I don't know. But no, the Christianity today is the problem, folks. They're the problem with the Christian movement. We got to be nice to everybody, which means you're not allowed to call a spade a spade. You're not allowed to call uh, something that's wrong, wrong. It is wrong that these fat porkers sit on their lazy butts all day living off the system. It is wrong on every level. And, you know, they want to call out Oliver Anthony for doing that, but they don't want to call out the pigs that are doing it. Oliver Anthony talks about it. What about the people doing it? Maybe you should talk, talk about what they're doing to milk the system. Is that wrong, folks? I think that's every bit as wrong as anything that Oliver Anthony will ever say. Might be a stretch. He might say some wild things. I don't know. I don't know the guy. But, uh, yeah, this whole thing, this is absolutely ridiculous. And let me, uh, let me tie it in with something, right? So now here I have, and for those of you watching, I'm going to show you. Uh, this is a Rumble video. Uh, posted by Liberty Daily. And these are the reactions of people listening to rich men north of, of uh, Richmond. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. So of I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the people shaking their heads, to? dancing along. People like me, people like you. Great wish song. I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. People of every race, creed, all religion, all these people. Living in and bopping along to it. People like it. With soul. I can rock with it. Rich men, North or Richmond, Lord knows. Black men, white men, black women, white women, people of all colors. Know what you think. People appreciate know what you do, and they don't think you know. But I know people that recognize you do. our nation is on fire. Hate shit. Oh. And it's tax to no end. Okay. That's right. This is true. Everybody's hearing it. Some of us can't say what we absolutely know is true, and he's articulating it. I wish politicians That's right, he is. Look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. <laughs> we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the old beast milking welfare. Damn right. But if you're five foot three, and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Oh, that's too mean for Christianity today. Six feet in the ground, cause all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Ah, that's Lord, right. Lord, it's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to. You see people, people emotionally like moved by what? People like you. Yeah. I wish I could just it's wake powerful, up folks. and it not powerful. be true. 
different age groups, different everything. That's a beautiful video. Liberty Daily, great job on that. Uh, but, you know, the thing about it is, is they were showing what's true. We're all Americans, folks. I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you are. You can call me divisive. You can call me hateful. You can call me anything you want. I don't care. I'm fighting for our country, brother. I don't care if you're black, you're white, you're rich, or you're poor. I don't care who you are. And neither does Oliver Anthony. He wasn't talking to the rich folks that are just absolutely destroying this country. He's talking to all of us. He's talking to every single one of us. And he's right. It is a damn shame. It's a damn shame. These fat, lazy pigs milking, milking our society. Meanwhile, you got hardworking moms and dads, people busting their hump, trying to take care of their families. And look at what they get. They get a bunch of rich jerks like Bill Gates telling them they're useless eaters. They get Joe Biden. He's worried about getting another $20 million bribe for him and his crack-snorting son. These people are garbage, folks. They're garbage, but they keep dividing us. They keep dividing we the people. They divide us into right. They divide us into left. They divide us into black. They divide us into white. You know what we used to come together for? We used to come together for America. God damn, we used to love this country. When I was growing up, I remember the first time I went to Washington, D.C., how proud I was to visit my nation's capital as a little kid. I remember the first time I saw the Vietnam Memorial, thinking about how that many people died for my country. When I stood before the Lincoln Monument, and thought about what that stood for and what it meant. When I looked at the, the nation's capital, I used to have reverence for it. I used to think, wow, what an amazing place. I'm glad that my kids get to grow up here. At least I used to be. Now, we have the most corrupt, evil, rotten people on the planet. And these goddamn Republicans in Washington won't even stand for it. Even the ones that are up there talking to a Freedom Caucus. The Democrats have sold us out. It's not left. It's not right. They're all crooked. Every single one of them. There's maybe four or five people in Congress that are worth a crap. The rest of them belong in a dung heap. Folks, we either come together and fight for this country or it's gone. It is absolutely gone. It's time to come together. Oliver Anthony was right. You want to know why this is an anthem for MAGA? 
because MAGA is about making America great. See, the left doesn't understand why MAGA is popular. They don't understand why when they attack Donald Trump, it doesn't matter. Because we want our country great. Donald Trump is grabbing that. But that's not it. It's not Donald Trump. People like me, I like Trump. I support Trump. You know what I really support? America. God, family, country. I support going to work, making a living, and teaching my kids to do the same, and then having them have an opportunity to do it. I support the American dream. I support having the opportunity to go from nothing to something. I support freedom. I support everyone else's kids having the opportunity. Not giving it to them. They don't get anything in this life. You earn it. And if you're too lazy to earn it, then you're not worth your salt. And if you're some fat piece of lazy crap out milking the system on welfare, well, we got people starving and struggling. You're right. Oliver Anthony, you call them out. God bless you. And Christianity today, you should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely ashamed of yourself. Look around. Look what's happening. But you won't call evil evil. You won't call a spade a spade. You won't talk about this. You won't talk about that. We got on both sides, folks. The Republicans, oh, they're afraid to call Mitch McConnell and Jim Jordan out. Democrats, well, they won't say anything. You definitely can't talk about CCP or this. Meanwhile, people like us, we the people, we're burning. We're burning. We're losing everything. Losing our families. We're watching our loved ones die from mRNA vaccines. We're watching kids OD from fentanyl. Watching our communities go down as crime is out of control because we have prosecutors funded by George Soros, a billionaire who doesn't even live in this country, that are ruining it all over. Folks, what do we got to do? What do we got to do? What, what's got to happen before we come together and realize that the stuff dividing us is not real? We all want freedom. That's it. I don't think most of us expect anything. There's a few jerks out there that expect handouts. But you know what? They're not a real big threat because they're too lazy to do anything about it. What are the working people who want opportunities for their kids, for their families, for their future? When are we going to come together and say enough is enough? To hell with you rich bastards that think you're going to control us by buying off a bunch of crooked politicians. We're done with you. Our country is a damn shame right now. It's a crying damn shame. And God bless Oliver Anthony. God bless what he had to say. God bless what he did. And you know what? I hope this guy makes so much stinking money off this, he doesn't know what to do with it. I hope he does 100 more songs like this. It's a beautiful thing. Guy from a little town, country guy, standing in front of a forest, playing his guitar, singing a song. What a beautiful country where a guy like that can go viral and, you know, now he's got a shot. I don't know. I don't know his whole story. My understanding is he's a recovered alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. God bless him for that. Talk about overcoming some demons. But what I do know is whatever he is, he is a guy who got it, at least in this song. Don't know whether he believes it. I hope he does. I assume he does. But I'll tell you what. This guy captured something really important. And when you watch that video, when you watch that on Liberty Daily, you're going to see Americans feeling for America. You're not going to see politicians who lie through their teeth and everything's a game for. You're going to see people that are reacting. 
reacting because the country that they live in, this country, our country, the shining beacon of freedom on the hill is under attack and it's crumbling. And we all feel it. We all know it's happening. We're just having a hell of a time figuring out what to do about it. And I want to suggest that there is a way forward, but it starts with us all coming together under one principle, freedom. We have to end the corruption. We have to end this Democrat-Republican uniparty corruption in Washington. We have to end all of this. We have to fight forward. We have to come together as people, no matter your color, your read. I don't, I, I don't, I don't even care what your sexual orientation is. You want to have a sexual orientation? You better make sure you got the freedom to do it. How about that? It's a damn shame, folks. It's a damn shame. I hope that uh, I hope that you you support this guy. I hope you support his video. I hope you share this everywhere. I hope you share Oliver Anthony. I don't even care about me. I don't care about me. Share Oliver Anthony. And you ask people, isn't our country a damn shame right now? We'll be right back. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. All right, welcome back, everybody, and welcome to the Stack of Stuff. Time for the stack, and there is a lot of stack as usual. Um, I want to start out with this, and I, I mostly like this because of the headline. It's funny to me because, um, well, Chris Christie's fat. Uh, so <laughs> Chris Christie eats Ron DeSantis's lunch in New Hampshire. 
Uh, this is an interesting thing because it's a poll, Republican presidential primary in New Hampshire. And of course, Donald Trump is polling ahead by everybody by you know a minimum of 5X. But uh, you got Chris Christie at 9% and Ron DeSantis at 8%. Uh, that is a very, very, very bad sign for Ron. Um, and I'm not trying to make this a pot shot against Ron. Uh, I certainly prefer DeSantis over, you know, Chubby McChubkin's Chris Christie, but it's just not a good thing, right? And this is particularly important in light of the fact that we've got a uh, a poll out that shows that every single demographic hates Chris Christie. Nobody likes him. We've got uh, Democrats, GOP, independents, urban, suburban, rural, white, black, Hispanic. Everybody hates him. Like, he's got a 22, 24, 17, 21, 22, 22, 24, 19, 16% favorability rates amongst those groups. I mean, his favorability rate is nothing. And he's pretty close to 55 to 60% average on the uh, of unfavorable. So what's going on there? How is he beating Ron DeSantis? Or, uh, yeah, on this. I mean, DeSantis is getting killed. I don't know. I, I really think DeSantis is doing so much damage to his own brand by continuing down this campaign path. It's just a bad decision. I really don't know what he's thinking. Um, I mean, this, you know, actually I do. I, I take it back. You know, what I think's going on here is you've got a bunch of people who are trying to position themselves so that if the Democrats can get Trump, uh, you know, thrown in jail and unable to run, they're hoping that they can pick up his pieces and, and step in for him, right? And I think that's what DeSantis is positioning himself for. Uh, that said, if I were Ron, I'd shift. Uh, you know, just from a strategic standpoint, you're not going to beat Donald Trump. So fighting Donald Trump, bad decision. If I were Ron DeSantis, what I would do is I would campaign as the pro-Trump guy who's there and uh, agrees with Trump. And listen, yeah, I'd like to be there. I hope you'll support me. But I understand, you know, I understand if Donald Trump is your man, I'm not going to fight with him. That's your best bet. Because, uh, you know, trying to rip Trump or fight with him, that's just going to go real south for you in the event that Trump is pulled out because nobody's going to be happy with you. And right now, that's part of the problem is a lot of Republicans is, yes, see Ron DeSantis trying to attack Trump and it's damaging his, his creds, right? DeSantis has good conservative creds up until he decided to attack Trump. Now it's like, okay, well, you know, are you just deep state? Are you just, uh, you know, a rhino in sheep's clothing? I, I you know, what is this? So I, I think that he's got to pay attention. Uh, I really want to give credit to the National Pulse, though. Chris Christie eats Ron DeSantis's lunch in New Hampshire, and they've got a great little uh, picture of Ron DeSantis jamming a or a Chris Christie jamming a donut in his face, which is hilarious because, I mean, he's a fat guy, and fat guys jamming donuts in their face is funny. <laughs> Am I causing trouble? I might be causing some trouble here, folks. I I'm pretty sure I heard someone going to running for safe space. Um, all right. Ready? I hope you're braced in for this one. Headline exclusive, InfoWars. My buddy, AJ, Alex Jones. Alex has Biden administration preparing to bring back full COVID restrictions. Roll out to begin mid-September. Folks, 
<laughs> no. How about that? No. Uh, you know, they want to keep, they're, they're trying to, you know, bring out this new scary variant. They think this is going to work. It's not going to work. We're not doing it. Nobody's going to do this. If they try and do this, it's going to absolutely, uh, I mean, people will lose their minds. There is nothing on this planet that would get me to lock down again. There's nothing on this planet that would get me to put a mask on again. No Republican governors, no matter how rhino they are, will go along with this. And if you tell me I got to wear a mask on an airplane, I won't be flying again. I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I, you will never, I'm not wearing a mask ever. I'm just not going to. I don't care what Biden says. I don't care. They can pass 27 laws. You want me to see, you want to see me break a law? Pass a law telling me I got to wear a mask. It ain't happening, folks. I'm done with them. I am absolutely done. If I walk into your store and you tell me I got to put a mask on, I'm going to tell you to piss off. And if you don't like that, I'll leave. Uh, I am done. And I want to urge each and every one of you to be equally done. Never again. Never again. I keep this. Right here, folks. For any of you on the radio, I'm holding up a mask right now. I keep this right here to remember. Never again, ever, will I be wearing that damn thing covering my face. It is my God-given right to breathe free air, and I intend to use it. I'll breathe without a mask in prison before I wear a mask again. That's just not happening. So anyways, uh, TSA, uh, high-level TSA official confirmed to InfoWars and a bunch of people are told in a memo, uh, policies were being completed that would re-implement masking and all sorts of nonsense. Folks, you wear a mask, I don't care who you work for, you're an idiot and you deserve it. I'm sorry. It's just time to say no. It ain't coming back. I'm, I'm just, and I'm telling you, the mask is a hill to die on. Do not wear another mask. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they do. If you wear a mask, you're a moron. And at this point, if you wear a mask, what you're doing is it's a political statement. Masks are now a political statement. You put a mask on, what you're saying is I will sell out to the government. I don't care what they do. I'm willing to throw my freedom down the toilet. That's what masks are. And if you're willing to wear it, I don't like you. You're a piece of garbage. You're a coward. All right. Um, yeah, so this doesn't surprise me. We know that this is coming. Now, I don't think that this is the next thing. You know, they're talking about the uh, the new and terrible variants, this, that, and other. But understand, there will be an actual new and dangerous disease that they'll release. It isn't going to be the COVID, though. I don't, I don't think it's going to be positioned as a variant of COVID. I mean, all, the only people who are getting COVID at this point are people who... Uh, got vaccinated. If you got the vaccine, you're going to die or get COVID frequently. I mean, eventually you're going to die from it probably. And, uh, uh, I mean, I'm going to pray for you and I hope we find a cure for it, but I mean, it's, it's a disaster. And if you, you know, frankly, if you, uh, got a whole bunch of boosters, it's not looking real promising for you. But if you, uh, if you're getting COVID still, it's because you got jabbed. It's just that simple. No, no sane person, or meaning people who didn't get jabbed are, are getting COVID. I mean, it's not even not even a thing that registers for me at this point. I mean, I don't care. Uh, anyways, um, all right. Headline, lab-grown meat industry increases lobbying efforts ahead of farm bill. Okay, so we got a new farm bill. 
and artificial meat lobbyists are uh, pushing and they want more funding to their artificial meat industry. Folks, artificial meat is mRNA, mod RNA engineered food. If this happens, you're going to be getting your vaccine through Bill Gates's factory meat. They're pushing for this. They're not just lobbying a little bit. This is big, folks. It's huge. Here's the thing. What are you going to do about it? You need to let your elected officials know. They pass this, there's an issue, right? There's an issue. Now, I'm interested to see whether Jim Jordan and Rand Paul and these guys are going to do anything about this or if they're just going to say, okay, okay, nothing to see here. And if you're in Ohio, I ask that you take this and show this segment to Jim Jordan. Or if you're in Kentucky, show it to Rand Paul and ask them what they're going to do about this. Okay? Ask them. Now, by the way, by the way, in case you need it, uh, we have all sorts of documents on my Substack that you can reference that show that mod RNA in food is a thing, right? You can do it. Now, when they say mRNA, understand mRNA is not mod RNA. And the vaccines and the COVID stuff, they aren't mRNA. They said mRNA, but they lied. They defrauded you. Uh, these are actually mod RNA. Mod RNA can survive digestion. It can survive through the system. It can be deliverable through food. It can happen, folks. It's there. It exists. It's real. Okay? So if you want to have your vaccines and your genes edited through unhealthy food, you know, there you go. There you go. Um, I would suggest that you uh, help me to speak out on this. All right. Uh, another headline. So Lindell, down in his, uh, his uh, little spiel he's got going on down there in Missouri, and I love Lindell, but Mike is a good dude. Uh, you know, he's fighting hard on election integrity as hard as anybody's fought. I mean, this guy has spent a fortune on this. I can't even tell you how much. I have no idea how much he spent. But Lindell, God bless you, Mike Lindell, for what you're doing for our country. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And by the way, Lindell hasn't given me a dime. I mean, I sell my pillow. And if you use uh, checkout code RENS, I get a, I get a little bit of a, a commission on that. But if, uh, but I mean, I... I'm not supporting the guy because he gives me money. He doesn't. I'm supporting him because he's a good dude. He really is. We talked some Jesus stuff uh, a couple times, you know, and I didn't. His story is amazing. He is really a legit guy. But anyway, so Lindell, he's he's put his money where his mouth is. He's put his heart into this. He's fought this as hard as anybody the last few years. And uh, he's got a he's he's done a lot. Right. So he's got a new social media platform, Frank social or Frank's, I think it's Frank social. I don't know. Um, and he's got a new, a, I don't know what, the, how to explain this. It's a wireless monitoring device. So what it does is, uh, you know, they, they tell us that these election systems can't connect to the internet. Well, they all can, they're liars. We know they can connect to the internet. Wouldn't even be hard to see. You could open it up and see, Hey, look at that's a radio transmitter. It's not even hard to see, but, uh, you know, I mean, we of course can't open these up because, uh, well, looking inside would seriously cause some troubles, wouldn't it? I mean, that'd be a big deal. Can't open them. Uh, but anyway, so Lindell's got a device. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't write anything. All it does is read what's in there. And it'll be able to tell if any of these election machines are connecting to the Internet via wireless. 
It's a pretty nifty idea. I like it. Hopefully, he's got one at every single precinct in the country. And then you can report that uh, real time on his social media platform, which I think is brilliant. That'll be the best monitoring uh, for election fraud that there is in the next election. That's huge. That is a game changer. That's actually a really big deal. I'm actually, I'm very excited for Mike. I am very, very excited for what he's doing. I think that'll be a huge, huge deal. It'll be a great tool for the election, right? So we got to have a good faith belief that someone's interfering with the election. Well, you know, now you've got a tool to to give you that, right? If you want to sue them. So I, I, this would be really, this is a game changing thing in a lot of ways. I think it's a big deal. So God bless Mike on this. And, uh, you know, I hope he keeps up the fight. He's doing great. All right. All right, here we go. I'm sorry. I had to include this in the stack. I was pretty excited about this one. This makes me happy. Poll. 18% of Americans view Mitch McConnell positively as age comes under scrutiny. Okay, I don't care how old he is. I just think he's a piece of trash. So ED leader of the Senate, and that stands for erectile dysfunction, right? ED stands for erectile dysfunction. And I say that because I think that Mitch McConnell is the, the all-time ED leader of the Senate. So let me be real clear what I think of Mitch McConnell. He is the impotence of the Senate. He is the impotence of the Republican Party. He sells out on everything except for Ukraine, which is his sole form of Viagra or the CCP, uh, because his wife, uh, you know, she makes money off that. But uh, 18% view ED leader, the cause of impotence in the Republican Party in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, as uh, favorable. I'm surprised it's that high. Uh, you know, it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, they, oh, it's because he's old. No, it's because he's a sellout. It's because he's a coward. It's because he stands for nothing other than the highest bidder. It's because he threw away the majority of the Senate to keep mega people out. He literally pulled funding from mega candidates in 2022 so that he, at losing the Senate, because he would rather lose the Senate than have mega candidates in there. Because Mitch McConnell is a crooked wuss. He is a piece of garbage. Conversely, 60% of Americans hold an unfavorable view of McConnell. I, I think it'd be like 80% if they count me as many times as I feel is unfavorable. Uh, can I vote like 85? I want to vote that uh, I view Mitch McConnell unfavorably as many times as Democrats in Detroit voted in the last election. How about that? Did I get that many votes? Okay, I'm sorry, folks. But uh, 42% have very unfavorable perceptions. I'm sorry, mine's lower than that. I don't think very unfavorable begins to describe my feelings towards Mitch McConnell and his corruption and his complete limp weenied response to everything. This is just, I, folks, I don't like cowards. I don't like sellouts. I don't like backstabbing wussies. That's Mitch McConnell. I, I don't know. It's just... 34% of Republicans give him positive marks. Really? How do you get 34% of anyone giving him a positive mark? 49% see him negatively? Really? Only 49? How can you be a Republican and like this guy? He's garbage. At best. Literally garbage. I mean, ew. So, I don't know. This guy is just absolute trash. He's 
corrupt, in my opinion. I mean, he sold out on COVID. He sold he sold out the Republican Party, folks. I mean, think about this. You have the minority leader in the Senate, the guy in charge of the Republican Party in the Senate, guy who's incredibly influential over WinRed, which is the money machine of the Republican Party. And this guy, I, I, he sacrificed the party to keep MAGA out. Why would you do that? What about what we the people want? What about what your base wants, Mitch? If your base in a few states can provide a few extra Republicans, shouldn't you be in favor? No, not you. You're all about keep MAGA out at all costs. Why would you sell your own party down the river to keep MAGA out? Unless you're not actually worried about your party. Unless you're actually owned by someone else. Uniparty. I wonder who, CCP. I mean... You wouldn't think he would do that unless someone like WF owned him. Huh. I don't know. It's almost like Mitch McConnell doesn't care about America or Republicans. Oh, it's because he doesn't. He doesn't. The turtle is a piece of garbage sellout. And frankly, he uses his influence to keep people uh, who would have courage down. I guess they don't really have courage or they wouldn't be doing that. Support us at TomRens.com, folks. Share the America Out Loud radio station. And this show, the Tom Renz Show, will be back soon.